everyone. Parang lobat pa tayo. Pwede pong lakasan yun. Hello, yes, yes. Hello, let's all rise as we read the Word of God together. Uh, thank you for coming to church. No, alam ko, uh, if you've come from uh, the area of uh, Antipolo, medyo malakas yung ulan. No? So, uh, but still, you, you made it in church. And we're gonna listen to the Word of God today. No? So if you have your Bibles with you, go ahead and turn to the book of Deuteronomy. Sige po, kung digital Bible. If not naman, you can track on with us. We're gonna post it uh, sa screens po natin. So I'm gonna read from Deuteronomy chapter 8. Then we'll, from 1, then we'll jump to verse 14. The whole commandment I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. Verse 11. Take care lest you forget. Take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments and His rules and His statutes, which I command you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses, live in them when you're when your herds and flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up, and you forget the Lord, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. This is the word of the Lord. Join me in prayer. God, we come to you expectant to hear your voice. Lord, would you open up to us the pages of your word. In humility, Lord, we ask that you clarify the truth, Lord God. For without your spirit, your spirit, Lord God, we can never ever understand and even respond to your word. We pray, Holy Spirit, that every heart will be tuned in, that there will be no distractions, Lord God, that you will speak with so much clarity, Lord, that we will be able to respond as we receive your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Go ahead, take your seats once again. Who among you, you would like to live the good life? Taas po ang kamay. Taas po ang kamay. Sige lang, keep it raised. I'm checking kasi kung meron bang hindi gusto yun eh. No? So baka may mga hindi gusto, then uh, this preaching is not for you. You can actually exit. Hindi po sasama ang loob ng pastor nyo. So if you are going to be very honest, if all of us, including the ones uh, watching online, if you are really going to be honest, you're going to say, I want to live the good life. Yeah, no? but uh, the next question then is, what is the good life? And most of, most of us, if not all of us, basically have an idea what a, the good life really looks like. No? The good life is probably for many of us to have a house. Na? Gusto mo magkabahay ka ng sarili. No? Kanila lang, when we were, Pastor Jed and I had a leader's huddle, one of the, uh, our volunteers said, I want to have my house, a house of my own. 
part po yun, no? Gusto niya magka kasi nagre-rent po siya ngayon, no? We, we want to have a house. Part ng good life yan. We want to have a home. Di ba? Whether, uh, ano yan, mag-asawa mag ka, magpapamilya ka. Of course, that's part of the good life. You have to have, you want to have a secure job or maybe a business that you can get something from or maybe uh, a secured earning, no? Na, na talagang pumapasok yung, uh, nag-earn din yung whatever investments you have. And also maybe you're thinking of traveling and going to places. Uh, well, sabihin mo po sa sarili mo, hindi masama ang good life. Okay, would you agree with me? The good life in itself is not bad. But the good life carries with it a lot of dangers. A lot of dangers that many of us are familiar with. No? Maybe the danger of becoming too independent from God. The danger of uh, being greedy. The danger of trying to hold on to wealth that we cannot really bring along with us when we leave this world. So marami pong dangers ang good life. And the good life, listen to this, tends to drift us away from God. It's very subtle and it's very slow. And sometimes you can even say that you, you, it's an unnoticed and progressive. So you see yourself living the good life and not mindful that you're actually drifting away from God. I remember a time no, when my family and I went to uh, Palawan, Koron, Palawan, and probably some of you have, have gone there already. No? And there was this spot in Koron, Palawan where you could really snorkel. Pag nag-snorkel, ang pangalan ng Coral Gardens. Julia, hindi siguro ako tama yung pangalan ng Coral Gardens. Ang ganda po ng Coral Gardens na, na yun. Na, if, you, if you snorkel, para kang nasa loob ng aquarium na inaalagahan. So, uh, sobrang ganda siya. No? So, we were, we were snorkeling and we were enjoying so much the view that if you are not on guard, you would have drifted far away from the banka already. Alam mo yun, pag sobra ka nag-i-enjoy, kasi may, hindi naman po ako magaling masyadong lumangoy. So, uh, meron po akong floaters. No? Lalo na kung may floaters ka. Parang ugoy-ugoy ka lang doon, nakatingin ka lang. Uh, ito pa, ito pa, ito pa. Ganon ka lang ng ganon. Before you know it, you are far away from the boat. You see, if you enjoy the good life so much, more than you enjoy the good God, then you start to drift away from Him. That's when you really, really need to guard your relationship with Him. Kasi normally, slow lang yan. No? It doesn't happen na bukas, hindi mo nakausap si Lord. Bukas, malayo ka na sa Kanya. O bukas, hindi mo hindi ka na nagpe-pray. That, that, well, as far as I know, I've not seen someone who's done that. No? It's really very slow, subtle, and progressive. We're starting a new series no? entitled, The Ability to Produce Wealth. And we are to uh, zero in on the book of Deuteronomy, specifically to, towards Deuteronomy 8. And this, this, this text or this chapter carries with it, no? including the rest of the chapters in Deuteronomy, a lot of warnings. With it, the commands to obey and to really take to heart 
the rules, the statutes, even the scripture that God really has placed. It is a sermon. Sabi ni ano, no, Eugene Peterson. Deuteronomy is a sermon. Actually, it is a long sermon. No, he even said it is the longest sermon in the Bible or even in the world. No, 34 chapters po yun. Here is Moses standing in the plains of Moab about leading the, the Israelites about to cross into the promised land. No? He was he, he was preparing the people to cross. You have to remember po, you have to remember si Moses po, hindi po siya nakatawid. No? Because of his uh, lack of faith, no? or his disobedience, nagalit sa kanya si Lord. And in fact, if, you'll, if you'll re- you're reading the Bible, and I'm, I know you are, you'll see na nag-appeal pa na isang beses si Moses. No? Lord, pwede bang papasukin mo ako? Sabi lang ni Lord sa kanya, go up the mountain, Tingnan mo yung lahat yan, pero hindi ka makakapasok. Then parang sabi si Lord sa kanya, drop it. Don't speak about it anymore. Instead, prepare Joshua, siya yung magpapasok. No? So it, the, the, the book itself, no? Moses completes his last preaching, leaves his pulpit in the plains, go, goes up into the mountains, and dies. Yun po yung nangyari noon. But what happened also was... He was trying to prepare no? the people, or Israel for that matter, to enter into the good land and begin to live the good life as the Lord has promised them. If you'll take a look at the first verse, no? in, in verse 1, or b- before we go into that, maybe some are asking, okay, I understand. That's the story of the Israelites. What does, what kilalaman natin doon, no? You see, this is the truth. The Bible was not written to us. But it is written for us. So even if it was directly written to the Israelites, the truth of the scriptures remain valid even for the church of God today. Kaya po tayo tumitingin doon. Hindi po natin pwedeng sabihin, sa kanila lang yan. Hindi tayo makakarelate Well, that's not true. That's not true. We can still relate to the truth of the scriptures together with the commands that God has given us and bring it forward to the church even today. So let's take a look at verse 1. No? Interesting. Because verse 1, the whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to your fathers. Kung wala pa po kayong binabasang book ngayon sa ano, or kakatapos nyo palang magbasa, magbasa ng book sa Bible, go to Deuteronomy. Umpisaan nyo sa verse, sa chapter 1. And you will see from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 7, the, Moses was preparing, no? He was actually enumerating all the commands, the statutes, the do's and don'ts for the people of Israel at that time. No? So he made sure that they understood what would please and displease God. He took great pains in going through that. In fact, in Deuteronomy, inulit po, no? kaya tinawag na diotro, diotro siya. Kasi two, the second giving of the law. 
Kasi na, di ba po, binasag na yun. Ano, kasi pagdating, pagbaba ni Moses, nakita niya, may golden calf, na ba, binasag niya, ano, yung sinulat ni, ni, ni Lord, no? by the finger of God, the, the, the tablets were written. Now, he was giving in Deuteronomy 5 and 6, no? pag titingnan niyo po, yung, yung Ten Commandments, inuulit niya. So, having done that, he was saying, the whole commandment, you shall be careful to do that you may live. If I may paraphrase that, this is it, no? Obey that you may. Obey that you may. And then he started to enumerate. What's the may there? That you may live. Alam niyo po, lahat po ng mga hindi sumunod, karamihan sa kanila, no, na hindi sumunod kay God, during that time, tigok. They died. The Lord simply punished them and took their life away. That's why, kay God, it's very important that you obey because as you obey, then you will live. But it's not just about living. Moses was telling them, then you, can, you will multiply. If you think you're numerous now, you will still be more than what you see right now, even as he has promised Abraham. More than the sands of the sea or the stars in the sky. You will multiply and possess the land that the Lord swore to your fathers. Think about that, no? The promise was about to be fulfilled. But the promise does not come automatically. It is a byproduct of obedience. The thing with us sometimes, no, when we, we claim and we start to enumerate all of the 6,000 promises of God no, in the Bible, we start to think and even accuse God, Bakit, Lord, hindi nangyayari sa buhay ko? Maybe we need to understand and take to heart that the promises are there, but they are a byproduct of our obedience. If you are not obeying, Think about this, no? If you are not obeying and you know what God is asking you to do, then hinay-hinay lang po pag, sa pag-accuse kay God. Hinay-hinay lang po ng pagsabi na hindi, hindi ako mahal ni Lord. He does not have my future in sight. Well, the opposite is true. The promises are waiting as we obey Him. Amen ba po yun? Amen ba po sa inyong lahat dyan? Mag-heart naman kayo dahil mahal kayo ng pastor. Mahal tayo ni Lord. That's why He's reminding us of His promises. The whole command, the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, no? kasama po yun. Kailangan po nating sundin. But here's what we have in mind. No? We have our own version of obedience. No? We have our own version of obedience. And sometimes when we say we're obeying, That is actually, for many of us who have gone through this, maybe it can be a form of a partial obedience. Alam mo yun, you treat, we treat the commands of God as if we are in a buffet where we can pick and choose. This I like, this I don't like, this I will definitely not do, but ito kaya ko tong gawin. We look at God's command as if we have the right to pick and choose. As if, nasa buffet ka lang, no? Pumunta ka sa 
buffet at pwede kang mamili. God does not do buffets when it comes to His command. That's one of the obedience that we do. We, we obey partially, but another interpretation that we have of obedience is when we obey, delay, when we delay our obedience. Okay, gagawin ko po, Lord, pero hindi pa ako ready. Maybe next year. Let me wrestle with you first. Maybe you will understand why I'm not obeying. So it's a partial at times, at times it is a delayed obedience as if we are telling God, Lord, baka pwede namang installment. We look at God as if we're looking at Him na para siyang Shopee, para siyang Lazada. Alam na pwede kang mag-installment. Mag, mag, Hindi po kay God walang installment. If we are to obey, then we cannot delay. Because whether that's a partial obedience or a delayed obedience, that is still disobedience. And God will not contend with you. Because what He has in His character is always total obedience. Therefore, He was telling Moses, tell the people, careful to do. Guard against. Do it. Perform it. Guard it proactively. If you feel, alam niyo po ang, ang, ang ganda, no? because God has placed the Spirit in our hearts. No? You would know without people telling you that you're actually disobeying. Would you agree? Amen ba? Mag-amen naman kayo. Sa totoo lang, di ba? Alam mo eh. There is something in our hearts that God has placed that we don't even to always go back to the Word because the Spirit is telling us already mali yan. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to justify and not do what He wants us to do based on His commands. But I really hope we'll move forward. We'll, we'll be careful to do what God has asked us to do. Jump to verse 11. Take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments, His rules, and His statutes which I command you today. Take care. Be careful. Sa Hebrew po, halos pareho yung word na yon. Shamar. Isang word lang po yon. To take care and even guard against. Uh, I'm thankful na si Henry nandito. Pwede ko na naman siyang gamitin kasi magkaedad kami ano ni Henry. Si Jojo na rin. No? Alam niyo pag tumatanda, pag tumatanda, nakakalimot. Si Tita Viv, nandiyan din si Tita Viv, natatawa siya. No? Because it's the truth, no? Uh, I'm not that old. But at times, I, I become forgetful. Kuminsan yung susi, hindi mo alam kung saan mo nilagay. Kuminsan yung salamin, kayong mga nakagsasalamin, di ba? Tanong ka ng tanong sa anak mo, nasaan na yung salamin? Nasaan yung salamin? Nasa, u- nasa ulo mo, di ba? Nakakalimutan mo. Nandyan, nandyan na sa ulo mo yung salamin. Na, na, you, 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 you forget things. So what you do is to try to uh, take some vitamins or vitamins or sleep early or even rest or even exercise so as not to forget. You know, God is asking us 
to guard against spiritual amnesia. Spiritual amnesia. Ano pong ibig sabihin nun? Moses enumerated that for us. Lest, in verse 12, take a look at this. Lest when you have eaten and are full. What does that mean? Simply means this. When we are satisfied, when everything that we have longed for, prayed for, wanted, and need, we start to have spiritual amnesia. We start to forget God. But it's not just that. Nag-continue pa si Moses. Sabi niya, when you have built good houses and lived in them. What does that mean? When you are settled. When everything that you have dreamed about and dreamed of, you have already received it. Chill ka na. Settled ka na. Then you start to have spiritual amnesia. He moved forward by saying, when your herds and flocks multiply and your silver and your gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied. Think about this. Hindi lang sinasabi na dumagdag. Hindi lang nag-add. No, when, when everything has been multiplied, what does that mean for us? When there is so much abundance and surplus in your heart and homes and in your wallets, you start to have spiritual amnesia. Nangyayari po sa ating lahat yan. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, when that time comes, you are treading on dangerous ground. You are swimming on deep waters. Pull back. Remember the Lord. Pull back. Know in your heart kanino ba galing lahat yan. Remember the Lord. Paano mo nalalaman, no? Are there telltale signs that you're actually having spiritual amnesia? So katulad natin, no, yung mga medyo maedad na, kakalimutan mo yung susi, kakalimutan mo yung, yung salamin mo, yung wallet mo, hindi mo alam kung saan mo nilagay, dinala mo ba siya, iniwan mo ba siya sa kwarto, nasa kotse ba siya, nilagay mo ba sa safe. So may yun yung mga telltale signs na nakakalimot ka. You know, as a Christian, meron din po tayong mga telltale signs. Do you catch yourself having at times the absence of gratitude? You have much, and yet kuminsan you forget. Salamat Lord for the small things. Or Are you at that point where before you have tingnan mo yung knees mo, may kalyo? Bakit? Kasi doon time na binubuhat ka pa ni Lord, pray ka ng pray. Now that you're experiencing the good life, parang hindi ka na nagpipray. Before you used to worship in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, you used to come and join the, the prayer and fasting, come to church regularly. Now, you have all the reason in the world not to go to church. I think that's a telltale sign. Or maybe, even in your own generosity, you have been wrestling with God as if the things that you have in your bank and in your wallet is really yours. Think about that. 
take the vitamins of the word that the Lord will remind you to come to him and obey his commands. Take a look at verse 14. It says here, then your hearts, then your heart will be lifted up and you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Your heart is lifted up. You know what that means? Pride has settled in your heart. That's simply pride. Standing on its own. Sitting on the throne where God used to sit. Before you used to say, God did it. But more and more you say, I did it. Before you used to say, God is so good. Now you're saying, I am so good. Before you used to say, thank God there is a God. Now you start to say, is there really a God? Maybe I don't need God. Watch out. Pride forgets God. If you do not put that to check or you do not check your heart, it will eventually lead you in a subtle and slow way away from God. No wonder Moses was telling the Israelites, be careful. Because when you have entered the good land, when you are living the good life, this will bring you away slowly from the God who saved you from slavery in Egypt. Let me tell you this. If you know and you start to feel that pride is growing in your heart, deal with it now. Give it to God. If you need to be on your knees, do it. Surrender it to God. Let God remove pride in your heart. Nakakatakot po. Because James 4.6 tells us, the Lord opposes God opposes the proud. That's scary. That means he does not just stand idly and allow your pride to grow. He will oppose you. If you think that you are greater than him, if you think that everything that you have and plan and do and dream, hindi mo na siya isasama then mind you, be prepared to stand against the Almighty God because He will oppose the proud. I have three thoughts no? on obedience. So balik po tayo That's what we want to do. We want to obey God. I have three thoughts, and I hope that will, you'll, you'll remember this. The first thought on, on obedience is this. Obedience to God's command does not automatically result in wealth abundance, and prosperity. Would you agree? Amen? Amen ba po? Amen naman tayo ng konti para... Amen, right? Right. We know that to be a fact. How? Because when we read the Bible, when we read the Bible, you know that the first disciples and apostles obeyed, and yet what happened was, there were suffering, 
there were hardship, there were persecution, and even death. So mind you, it does not mean that when you're obeying God, you will equate it to having abundance, wealth, and prosperity. That can certainly happen, my friends. But that does not, your obedience cannot and will not equate to abundance, to prosperity, or even wealth. That's the first thought I have. The second thought I have about obedience is this. Obedience is a sign and seal of your love for God. If we're all saying we love God for who He is and for what He has done, the mighty King who watches over us for good, the Savior who came to earth to save you and I, you and me, then the way we project our love towards Him is to obey Him. It is a sign that we love God when we obey Him. Hindi po yan dahil napipilitan lang tayo. Dahil meron kasing nakalakit na pangako for us. That's all true. But when we obey, we're showing God that we love Him. In fact, di ba sabi ni Jesus in John 14? If you love me, you will keep my commands. That's the reason we keep His commands. Because we love Him. And the third thought I have on obedience is this. God always enriches the life of the obedient. I've said that, I think, a week or two weeks ago. Nung sinabi natin na, children, obey your parents. It's still true. The life of the obedient disciple, the life of an obedient follower, will always be enriched by God in ways you will never expect. In ways you will never know how or even predict. Alam niyo, when, when, when again, early this, this morning, Pastor Jed, no, when we had our leaders huddle, I, I was so thankful in my heart to have the church community. Alam niyo, you might think that this is nothing, but this church community has enriched your lives. Maybe you'll think you're not blessed. You are blessed beyond measure. Listen here. If you think that the only way God can bless your obedience is by giving you wealth, prosperity, and abundance, your God is too small. Your God is too small. I want to say that. If that's the way you think about God, that it's only wealth, that you expect out of Him when you obey, your God is too small. And my God is never too small. My God encompasses the whole of the universe, and the universe itself cannot contain Him, even as the Bible says. So therefore, when we obey Him, the way He can enrich us is so much that not even these tiny brains of ours would actually comprehend. Of course, that would include finances. Certainly, you can expect that from God as you obey. 
Expect also that God can enrich you spiritually by His presence. You know how many billionaires are out there wishing that they have something or someone that they can hold on to apart from their wealth. Do you know that? We hear stories upon stories of billionaires who killed themselves because nabawasan sila ng 2 billion. Nagpakamatay, tumalun sa tren. Now, you have God. I'm not saying that wealth is not important, but if God will bless and enrich your life, it's definitely not just wealth. It's the relationships that you can keep, the friends that you have. How many of you, you believe that God has given you friends that you can run to in your lives? Your lives are enriched. Isipin yun. Hindi lahat ng tao po may kaibigan. We take that for granted. Now that we have people who we can run to and call who would stay with us on the phone and listen to our ramblings and our babblings and yet not condemn you. And yet at the end of the conversation tells you, I'm going to pray for you, brother. I'm going to pray for you, sister. I'm going to walk with you. If your life is not enriched with your friends, I don't know what kind of life you have. But certainly I have friends that I can thank God for because they have, God has given them into my life. My life is rich. We take our health sometimes not too seriously. You know, good health is a gift from God. Length of days is a gift from God. We thank the Lord that He can enrich us in that way. And not only that, He can certainly open opportunities for you, areas of growth as you obey. Gagawin po ni Lord yun. He can do that in a and it's, lim- it's not limited. Again, expect the unexpected when you are with God. Because that's how His covenant provision looks like for us. Amen ba po? Proverbs 3. A few more verses before we end. Proverbs 3, 1-2. to My son, do not forget my teaching. But let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will be added unto you. You may have all the wealth in the world, but devoid of peace, you cannot and will not enjoy this life. Psalms 119, 165. Great peace have those who love your law. Nothing can make them stumble. We're not just talking about peace here, brothers and sisters. We are talking about great peace. It's not just great peace. God will strengthen your frame that you will not stumble because you are keeping His law. How many of the people around you are dropping off like flies, not knowing what to do, but you are still standing and still, and founded on God. And even amongst the, amidst the storm, you have great peace. Because you love and obey God's law. Last verse I want to read. It's also taken out of Deuteronomy 
chapter 5, verse 29. This is the Lord Himself speaking to Moses. Sabi niya, Oh, that they had such a heart as this always. That should be our prayer. That we should have a heart as this always to fear me, to keep all His commandments that it might go well with them and with, with their descendants forever. You see, a life enriched by God in obedience really is the good life. That's the good life, my brothers and sisters. A life enriched by God with all the things that, that we have mentioned as a result of your obedience and love for Him, you are living the good life. And we thank the Lord for that. Let's all rise as we pray and give the Lord, let's all give the Lord praise for the word today. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. If you are able and you're willing, I'd like you to lift up your hands to heaven. This is a sign of surrender, surrender first. A sign of worship to God. Lord, you see us, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. Thank you for scriptures that tell us that your commands are not burdensome. Thank you, Lord, that we can obey because Jesus has obeyed even to the point of death. Thank you, Lord, that in obedience, we are proclaiming we love you. That we can certainly, God, even as you have promised in your word, look forward to the enriching of our lives, Lord, as individuals and as family, and even as a church, Lord God, that you, are, you will enrich, enrich us in every way, not probably when we expect or how we expect, but only by way that only you can, Lord. So Lord, we commit our lives to you. In repentance, Lord God, we turn. If we had held on to self, Lord God, more than you, if we have enjoyed the good life more than the good God, Lord, we repent. And we ask for your forgiveness. Patawarin mo po kami, Panginoon. Go ahead and speak to God. If you know in your heart that you have harbored pride, that you are at a point when you think na kailangan ko ba talaga si Lord? Or maybe you've forgotten. Come back to Him and repent. And in humility, Lord God, we bow our hearts. We will obey that we may live long, that we may multiply, that we may enjoy 
the fruits of the land, that you may enrich us in every way, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.